What is happening, everybody? Welcome to the podcast brought to you by GorisNexus.com, premier sponsor of our podcast. And of course, don't forget about Fairly Decent Golf on Instagram and TikTok. Check out my friend Bobby, my dear friend Bobby, who's a supporter of this show. Uh, he's doing great work over there. Um, I love you, pal, and keep up the great work. Proud of you. And thanks for um, supporting Bobby. Even if you just follow him on, on Instagram or TikTok, check out his content. It's really funny, even if you're not a golf person. But also the scenery that he's captured in one of the outings that he had um, was really, really cool. Uh, really cool. And I really enjoyed seeing it. So anyway, we're going to move on. So some big news. First of all, I'm the only one you're here today. Unfortunately, Christopher and Angel weren't able to make it, so it's just me solo, so I don't know how long the episode is going to go for, but we're going to do our best to cover some good news, even if it's just uh, you and I hanging out together, the four and a half of you that continue to show up. God bless. So some big news here in the state um, of Ohio, and whether there's um, lamentations, gnashing of teeth, or celebratory laps being taken on, especially on Facebook, it's been particularly ugly not only rubbing uh, it in for folks who were like, you know, Bible thumpers or what have you. Um, but um, there was issue one and issue two. Issue one was to constitutionally protect a woman's right to uh, abort her baby, which won. Uh, the second issue was the uh, legalization of recreational marijuana in, uh, here in, in the state of Ohio, which also won. I hate the fact that we have to continue to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it anyway. I've known a couple of people who have had the procedure done. Okay. Never once has any one of those individuals expressed excitement at having it done. Never once has either one of those inv individuals uh, expressed G or uh, glee, excuse me, or joyfulness at having to have the procedure done. And also not one of those individuals asked me what I thought because it was none of my business and it's none of your business either. Um, I understand people feel very strongly about it. I get it. I really do. I really do understand the argument and why you feel that way. The problem is, is that they weren't asking you and it's none of your business. What happens in a medical procedure between a patient and their doctor? Uh, you have no business dictating that at all. I, I understand that's it's just it has to end there. Regardless of how you feel about the procedure, they didn't ask you. And people turned out and they voted for it and they supported it. And there's been a lot of, uh, like I said, a lot of folks who are not too pleased. I honestly am surprised that it did pass. Uh, but I think there's something that we do need to cover here that I've talked about previously, but I don't think that conservatives, and again, I don't think conservatives know how to win at all. Uh, I don't think that they really know how to go very far, but when they do, it's disastrous. So Roe v. Wade happens, and for those of you who are still fucking confused, which is amazing, it didn't outlaw the procedure. It said that the federal government had no business getting involved, which I agree with. It's not up to the federal government to make those decisions. It shouldn't be up to any government to make those decisions, but... um. I kicked it back to the states. What the conservatives have done here, and I think it's going to be detrimental to their party for a very long time, is they double down. They're like, okay, now we're going to push the envelope. 
we're going to we're going to try to ban this everywhere we could go we're going to make it a mainstay issue now i know that there are religious motivations behind this most of it seems to be religiously motivated which okay fine uh at least from the you know i guess radical um protestant christian right i mean the catholics do too i mean they're not huge fans of it either i just see a lot of this push uh from evangelical protestant christians which they you know they're very vocal about their um complete disdain and it's like i i when you put yourself in their shoes and believe me, those shoes do stink and your feet will be cheesy and stinky. Uh, I kind of understand where they're coming from as far as I'm not saying I agree with them, but I understand where they're coming from because it's the entire, this is like their entire reason to be right. Is not letting the gays get married and not ladies having a procedure. Uh, other than that, they don't care about any of that other stuff. Well, they lost, they lost the argument soundly. And it was also interesting to see, now, here's the thing, guys. If the police come out and say that they're against an issue because of how difficult it's going to make their lives, rest assured I'm going the other way. Um, the was it? The Ohio Sheriff's Association came out and was complaining about issue two. Well, what they're telling, I mean, they didn't exactly say it, but what their problem was is that this was yet another law that they wouldn't be able to enforce. It's a revenue generator getting people in trouble for this stuff. Well, guess what? They lost that argument, too. And I know a lot of stuffy conservatives are not for you growing a plant on your own property and using it, whether it be recreationally or for medicine. Um, but yet again, they lost. Here's the thing, though. After Roe v. Wade, I think conservatives overplayed their hand, and I think they completely misread the electorate. Why? I don't think as many people really give a shit about a woman having an abortion as they do, how much they're paying for gas, groceries, or the potential for nuclear holocaust that hangs over their head now every day. Um, we have two major wars going on right now, two of which we're supporting um, uh, one side. Well, kind we kind of helped Hamas a little bit too, right? But not, not, to, not, not to the extent that our child Israel gets support. And here's the thing, though. What pisses me off, and again, We've talked about it ad nauseum on the show. People, I don't think people really like, I don't think most Americans really care what other people do. And when it comes to a healthcare issue and a medical procedure that really is nobody's business, and you force the issue to make it even more restrictive, that's like saying that you don't think conservative women have abortions. You don't think that white christian women don't have abortions of course they do of course they do they're the majority of the population of course they do i just don't know why they double down on this out of all the things to go after and the left leaves a lot out there for you to attack especially this particular administration if you're going to turn this into a national conversation but you know ohio seen as a bellwether state this is pretty indicative hey you know things aren't working out for the conservative now, I know that the governor and the Republicans who control all levels of the government are going to try to, they can't veto this thing. DeWine, DeSwine, can't veto this thing. But what he can do and what his party can do is make certain amendments or adjustments to it from what I understand, which they will. If they haven't already started working on that or had a contingency plan together, as soon as the receipts started rolling in that they were going to lose the argument, they're going to do the same thing with the marijuana law. They're not going to take it down. Uh, they're not going to take it lying down. 
But what's going to happen, I believe, is their party's going to continue to lose at all sorts of levels, not only here, but I heard that Virginia, um, uh, the, the Republicans did poorly there. Uh, reproductive rights were also defended in other states. If they're not getting the message now, um, and they continue on this path, the party's going to be irrelevant. And for a lot of you, like my friend Professor Dave, is going to relish in that quite a bit, uh, which is fine. Um, don't worry. There'll be somebody else to replace them who could probably be far worse. And I know it's hard to imagine that, but it can get worse, neighbor. Just you wait. I think this is going to play badly for them across. Uh, ever since like it gave Democrats a rallying uh, call, a rallying cry, it gave them a cause to circle the wagons around as soon as this happened. I don't I still don't understand why it's the crusade. I, I don't I don't understand it. It is so out of their control. Like there, there isn't there aren't enough conservatives lining up to do anything productive or proactive about the children that already exist here on planet Earth. Um, I don't see a lot of people lining up to adopt children, to be good foster parents. I'm sure they're out there, but it's not to, it's not at the level that's needed. Uh, and again, it just falls back on that. I just don't, regardless of how I feel about it, it's really none of my business. It's none of your business either. So let's check this out here. We're going to take a look at a couple of places, Ohio, Kentucky, and Virginia Stan. All right. So abortion right activists, activists won a major victory Tuesday's voters in conservative leading Ohio decisively passed a constitutional amendment guaranteeing access to abortion. While those in Ruby Red Kentuckistan reelected a Democratic governor who aggressively attacked his opponent for supporting the state's near total ban on the procedure. In Virginia, a battleground state where Republicans pushed the proposal to outlaw most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Democrats were projected to take control of the state legislature after campaigning heavily on preserving access. There you go right there. Like I said, they're leaving it out there for them. The results sent a stark signal about enduring demands across the political spectrum to protect the access to abortion more than a year after Roe v. Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court, heralding potentially far-reaching implications for the 2024 election. They offer more evidence that the end of Roe v. Wade and the patchwork of abortion bans that followed have given Democrats a powerful argument to turn out their base and sway moderates and some Republicans. And they reaffirm that GOP candidates who support restrictions are still struggling to find an effective message, even as some have tried to soften their pitch. If I were an anti-abortion politician, I'd be scurred, said Tracea Undum, a public opinion researcher who studies abortion and who studies abortion and supports abortion rights. The most direct test of abortion politics came in Ohio, where abortion rights supporters entered Tuesday optimistic that a ballot measure called Issue 1 would pass. Ohioans had already weighed in on a referendum viewed as a proxy for abortion fight, voting in August against a proposal that would have boosted abortion opponents' chances on Issue 1 by making it harder to amend the state constitution, which is true. Kate Wagner, 51, a registered Republican who had drifted away from the party, said she discussed issue one extensively with her sisters and was voting yes. Is, do you really guys do you guys think people discuss these things with, with others? I don't I I find it so cringe to have conversations about how I'm gonna how you would vote or how I'm gonna vote. Not that I vote, but this is a thing. Even my wife was telling me one of her coworkers was like, can I can I count on you for uh for a vote in support of issue one? And I was like, who who fucking does that at their workplace? 
I know about my coworkers' families, their pets, what their interests are when they like to go fishing. I don't talk politics and I don't talk fucking religion at the workplace. I just, it's just not, I don't, I, I don't know. I find it to be quite classless to go around and solicit people, especially at work. Oh, can I count on your vote? You could count on wiping my ass. I'm not going to talk to you about this. Like we're not, we're not having this discussion, but maybe I'm the odd one out. You fuckers tell me, is this a thing? Is this a thing? Don't be the outlier either. Does it really have, I mean, I don't want to discuss these things. I am more interested uh, in Monday night football than I am your fucking opinions on an issue before the voters. I am really, it's just, it's ridiculous. My whole thing is I don't like the idea of typically old white men telling me what I am should or what I should be able to do, said Wagner, who's from Springfield, Ohio. They've never been in that position. There's so many Springfield, Ohio guys. Like I, like, I don't know which one is it. Is it the one that's in Summit County or was it, where's this one? From preliminary exit polls had one in five Republicans and two thirds of independents backing the amendment in a striking illustration of abortion rights popularity across party lines. With most of the vote counted late Tuesday, issue one was projected passed by 10 point margin, while another ballot measure to legalize the recreational use of marijuana was projected to pass 56 to 44. Anti-abortion advocates had tried to broaden their appeal by stressing that abortion is currently legal in Ohio until 22 weeks of pregnancy, not mentioning that without further protection for abortion, the state Supreme Court could at any time reinstate a ban on the procedure after six weeks of pregnancy. A clear majority of Ohio voters said they felt dissatisfied or angry about the overturning of Roe, according to preliminary network exit polling. And while Donald Trump won Ohio by eight percentage points in 2020, the exit polls found a somewhat larger share of voters for President Biden in 2020 turning out for issue one compared with Trump voters, suggesting that Democrats are particularly motivated. Well, yeah, of course they are. You gave them a cause. Like, I mean, that. That um, Roe v. Wade at this point in time for the Republicans might as well be a fair victory. Yet you won that battle, but you're going to lose the war because you won that battle. It's not going to work out the way you want it to. They completely misread the public. Completely. Like most conservatives do. They have no fucking idea how to win. They have no idea how to utilize power. Um, they don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. Democrats know what they're fucking doing. When they get in charge, they 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 know how to utilize the the machinery of the state. The only Republican I could think of that actually knew what the fuck how to manipulate the state and use power was George W. Bush. It was George W. Bush. Reagan, I'm not so sure. I mean, I'm not so sure. But uh, and of course, you know, when Nixon fucked that one up, right? But like, I mean, conservatives just don't know how do you not read the public on this one? How, how do you not read the public? Is that really what we the most important thing that we have to discuss in this country, right? Out of all the things that are happening, we're still going to beat this one to death, right? But again, the conservatives have no one to blame but themselves because they overplayed their hand. They overplayed their hand heavily, and they deserve to fucking lose, uh, deserve it. However, anti-abortion advocates in Ohio were adamant this should not be seen for a test case 2024, of course, they're, they're obliged to say that. I think people are over-interpreting what it means on a national level, said Christy Hamrick, Vice President of Media and Policy for Students for Life of America, one of the largest national anti-abortion groups. Each fight is unique. Abortion was just one of the many factors, complex races that played out Tuesday, testing voters' moods and satisfaction with both parties. Democrats work, were working to outperform an unpopular president, Ting, there's one for you. 
they have a guy who has dementia that shits his pants at the Vatican that's in charge. And still the, the Republicans can't find a way to fucking beat this guy or his party, who are a bunch of retards. Republicans were, were facing their own war, uh, woes with chaos in Congress and continually continued fealty to former President Trump, a polarizing figure that, that many moderate voters who is well positioned to become the party's 2024 presidential nominee. It's 100 percent true. 100 percent true fealty to Trump. They, Yeah, he he's the party boss. He's going to be the party boss from behind bars. Uh, but he's a party boss. And they played they put they put themselves in an unbelievable hole with this guy, and they deserve every minute of this suffering. And the idiot that they just put in charge of the, the House of Representing, the, the Christian nationalist, my God, what a total fraud. Um, <laughs> what's funny is, like, you know, he came out and, like, what was the first thing you do? Bend the knee to Israel. And, but he's not going to have money for Ukraine. No, that's, that's uh, whoa, whoa. Lois, this isn't my Batman glass. We don't have money for Ukraine. But Israel, hey, how much do you need? Let's write a check. Real quick, how's East Palestine doing? How are they doing out there? Hmm? How's it going? Anybody talk? By the way, I have a great story about Pete Booty Judge. We're going to talk about here in just a minute. Speaking of East Palestine and his, anyway, we'll get to it in a second. The issue that was more important, uh, important through line and strategists from both parties were watching closely for clues to their best path to twenty twenty four. That was evident in Kentucky, where the campaign of Democratic Governor Andy Bashar. Is it uh, Bashir or Bashar? Either way, Andy, Governor Andy, the, le- the the liberal, put millions behind ads attacking his Republican challenger, Daniel Cameron, on abortion, even though Republican supermajority in the legislature means that the gubernatorial race uh, impact on abortion policy is highly limited. One of the first people, Bashar, or Bashir, Andy, thanked Tuesday night was Hadley Duvall, a young woman who appeared in one of the campaign ads which went viral. The commercial Duval tells voters she was sexually assaulted by her stepfather when she was 12. Jeez. And blast Cameron's support for Kentucky's abortion ban without exceptions for rape and incest. Because of her courage, the Commonwealth is going to be a better place and people are going to reach out for the help they need. Yeah, I mean, who the hell are you going to tell this woman? The, <laughs> like, really? People get raped by their step parent or, you know, get raped in general. Like, listen, you got to have the baby. It's the Lord's will. Guys, if that's the Lord's will, then he's not the Lord and you don't need to worry about it because that's terrible. Um, my God. In interviews, it was clear the ad made impressions with Democrats and Republicans alike. And abortion and abortion was often one of the first issues that Kentuckistanians, especially young voters, brought up while explaining their pick for governor. Cameron said that this fall he would sign exceptions for abortions in cases of rape and incest if legislators passed them. But he had also defended the current law in court. People who aren't ready to have kids, people who can't raise children, need to deserve that option, said Rebecca Flowers, a 20-year-old student at the University of Louisville, calling Cameron extreme on abortion. She was a bit disappointed that Bashir didn't mention the issue in his brief remarks at a rally on her campus last week. Some Republicans have tried to soften their pitch on abortion and appeal to moderates after strict bans helped sink many GOP candidates, you don't say, in midterms last year. Tuesday's election underscored the party's continued vulnerability on the issue. I believe that voters, Democrats, independents, a growing number of Republicans are going to support those candidates, irrespective of their party affiliation, who are going to protect and strengthen our democracy and are help going to restore those freedoms that politicians have taken away from us 
said Representative Greg Landsman, Democrat, represents a purple district in Ohio. Democrats have already signaled they will make abortion a key issue in the presidential race, no matter who the GOP nominee is. Republicans are divided on the issue with Trump backing away from strict bans. You really think Donald Trump gives a shit about the unborn? That's my favorite part about these evangelicals. They're going to vote for this fraud, this charlatan. You really think Donald Trump cares about the unborn? Good luck to you. Good luck to you. Despite the retreat, there's nothing that will be complicated about attacking Trump on the issue, said Pat Dennis, the president of the American Bridge Democratic Group, has focused most of his opposition research on Republican candidates on their abortion stances. So, with that being said, I don't know how you all feel about this. Like they in Pennsylvania, they used it as a key uh, a key issue to get a Supreme Court justice elected. Uh, there was all, sh- all sorts of stuff happening across uh, the fruited plain. In fact, the thing that happened in Virginia with the sweeping of the House of Delegates, um, I hate to tell, but the, the governor, Yunkin, he had like national ambition. That dude is as dead as fried chicken. So keep running on it. Keep running on the issue. See how it works out for you. Um, I'm not sure it's going to work out for you all. Now, before I forget, I want to talk about Pete Booty Judge. Pete, who doesn't want to talk about Pete Booty Judge? Pete Booty Judge up to no good. Now, this is actually now. Remember, we talked about Lauren Bobert and how if you give her a couple of perks and one of those buckets of Bud Light, I mean, she will she will fuck the soul out of you, right? Well, there's another lady in the House of Representing that if you had a three-way with Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren, Lauren Boebert, I, you might die. I mean, these girls are really going to put a number on you. These are two fun ladies. These girls know how to have a good time. Wait and see. But this is actually, she did a broken clock is right twice a day. I want everybody to remember that. Pete Booty Judge, got <laughs> this is great. This is one of the few things that I actually respect uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene for. It's really good. House Republicans moved to reduce Transportation Secretary Pete Booty Judge's salary to $1 as lawmakers debate spending bills ahead of the government funding deadline next week. The salary cut for Booty Judge was put forth by Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and adopted by voice vote as an amendment to the 2024 Transportation and Housing and Urban Development Spending Bill. Pete Booty Judge doesn't do his job. It's all about fake photo ops and taxpayer-funded private jet trips to accept LGBTQ awards for him. Marjorie Taylor Greene posted on X, for, platform formerly known as Twitter. I'm happy my amendment passed, but he doesn't deserve a single penny. The underlying bill needs to be approved by the full House and is likely to be approved by the Senate. The Holman Rule, which gives members the ability to propose amendments for appropriations bills and decrease the salaries for specific federal workers or programs to a dollar, essentially defunding them, was reintroduced in January when House Republicans adopted a rule package following Representative Kevin McCarthy's battle to become Speaker. It's not the first time Green and other Republicans have taken to the rule to slash salaries to target sending uh, to target sending by the Biden administration. Green offered another amendment reducing the pay for Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin in September. House Republicans are at odds over how to prevent a government shutdown. That began over just the week and remains to be seen whether the conference will rally behind the new speaker, Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana. A number of the proposals discussed in the House GOP conference meeting Tuesday would be non-starters in the Senate, which is moving ahead with its own strategy. Senate leaders are, and appropriators are considering a proposal to combine the remaining nine unpassed Senate appropriation bills into one large maxi bus package. 
I'll uh, Maxi Bussy. I think that's what we should call it in honor of my friend Christopher. So good for uh, Marjorie Taylor Green cracking down on it. I think it's awesome. Um, I would like to reduce all of their salaries to a dollar, including Marjorie Taylor Green, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, Matt Gatz, and anybody else in that wretched hive of scum and villainy. Everybody gets a dollar for salary. You want to talk about content for TikTok? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez will have a field day with only getting a dollar. She was already bitching about the rent when she first got elected. You think it's bad now? Pay her a dollar a year. But she probably has donors that would cover her rent anyway. There's a simp for every cause, folks. And Marjorie Taylor Greene has plenty of them, too. But I'm telling you, that lady probably knows how to good time. Her and Lauren Boebert, man, she would tear your ass up. You would need a Gatorade IV. A Gatorade IV. When they were done with you, I mean, it's, I'm, it's not my problem. I'm a married man, but I'm just saying for those of you young bucks out there who are single, look out, man. Those girls show you have really show you have a good time, real good time. So I thought that that was particularly hilarious, particularly hilarious. Now, getting to not so funny stuff. So once again, we're here to talk about the stupid government, the CIA and how much, you know, they're not that good. Um, you're really going to like this one. Former CIA employee admits to drugging, sexually abusing women while stationed overseas. No. Stop it already. Are you serious? This is from the New York Daily News. An ex-CIA officer pleaded guilty Tuesday to drugging, sexually abusing, and photographing more than two dozen women in multiple countries where he was stationed. Brian Joffrey Raymond, 47, admitted that he drugged and sexually assaulted numerous women between 2006 and 2020. I wonder why it stopped at 20. You think he retired or was it COVID? Doesn't matter. He also photographed and videotaped them, cataloging his victims by name. It's like Borat would take him pictures of ladies and making a toilet, cataloging his victims by name and ethnicity and jotting notes about their physical uh, characteristics, amassing nearly 500 videos and photographs of the naked unconscious women. When caught, he claimed the encounters were consensual. Of course they were. The women remembered nothing. Up to 14 alleged victims have been slated to testify at his trial. Many told the same story of blacking out after a glass of wine, unaware that the images existed. Raymond admitted that over 14 years, he photographed or video recorded 28 victims. While they were nude or partially nude, the U.S. Department of Justice said in a statement, many of the recordings show Raymond touching and manipulating the victims' bodies while they were unconscious and incapable of consent. Raymond attempted to delete the explicit, explicit photographs and videos depicting victims after he learned about the criminal investigation. He also searched for terms such as Ambien and alcohol and pass out and vodka and Valium, according to court documents. Raymond, it's not a good look. Raymond also allegedly emailed an online pharmacy asking if they had chloral hydrate for insomnia. Oh my God. Prolific sexual predators, uh, MO in Mexico city, where he worked for the U S embassy, was to troll dating apps and invite the women he met back to his embassy leased digs, which you paid for. No money for East Palestine. No money to help people with breast cancer surgery. No money to help anybody. We just we have, we have money for fucking around in Mexico City on your dime, and we got money for Ukraine, and we've got money for Israel, but the rest of you, tax-paying fucks, go fuck yourself. It was there that his criminality was discovered in 2020 when a naked when naked when a naked apparently drugged woman he met on Tinder screamed for help from his apartment balcony. Raymond faces 24 to 30 years in prison. Not good enough. He should be shot in the face. Followed by a lifelong supervised release, where he is uh, when he is sentenced in September 2024. 
Um, the Justice Department said he also must pay restitution to his victims. How does he do that? Was he apologize? Uh, listen, hey, uh, you know, Shirley, I, uh, I'm really sorry that I, I drugged your Pinot Grigio in Mexico City and fucked you in the ass and videotaped the whole thing and cataloged statistics about your body without your consent. I hope that you can accept my sincerest apology. You know, the neighbor, there's no time for this. This dirtbag's got to go. We all know what the solution is. Everybody knows what the solution is. Now, for all of you simps out there, now I've talked about this lady before. People got mad at her because she's like making huge dollars off of her OnlyFans. Good for her. If people are dumb enough to pay for it, I hope that they pay her a lot. I'm sure she's a very nice person. So influencer Amaranth is selling a beer, but not just any kind of beer. It's made from a specific kind of yeast. Yeah, you're probably guessing where this is going. Vaginal yeast. Twitch streamer Amaranth is launching a beer using her own vaginal bacteria. The 29-year-old OnlyFans star, whose real name is Caitlin Siragusa, has previously flogged her old bath water and her farts in the jar for a whopping $1,000. She farted in a jar and somebody bought it. Oh, my God. I'm more. I'm for more abortion. These people need to be aborted who are buying this shit. I'm for really late-term abortion because these retards have to go. Oh, my God. She sells her farts? Wow. For a $1,000 pot or a toot, if you prefer. But her latest venture is sure to raise a few eyebrows. There's probably dudes like using this for lube, honestly. Because this time, Amaranth is joining forces with a Polish beer company, of course, called the or- Order of Yoni, which creates beer using using vaginal bacteria. Wondering how such a bevy will be made? Sit tight. Here comes the science bit. The gynecologist collects a vaginal smear from the models. The beer manufacturer website explains the smears are taken to a laboratory where the bacteria is isolated, cleaned, and then analyzed and manipulated or multiplied, not manipulated. The people being manipulated are the people buying this shit. I beg your pardon. At the end of the process, the bacteria is used to produce the pure lactic acid that goes into Yoni beer. The stream, the streamer, Explains more about the process involved. Oh, and through the website says team discovered the process of transmitting female essence by isolating lactic acid bacteria from uh, from yoni of sensuous women, which you'll be pleased to know is then run through an intensive health screening before the beer is crafted. So if you do get diarrhea, it's not because of amaranth's pussy yeast. The website adds. The order of Yoni is a sensual experience in the form of beer, enclosed in a bottle, obtaining its unusual flavor notes through the use of champagne yeast, wheat malts, and exclusive additives in the form of orange peel, coriander, and aframum. It looks like aframum, but anyway, the composition is enhanced with the use of lactic acid from vaginal bacteria to bring pleasure to every when i think of pleasure i think of vaginal bacteria i'll i think you know we'll take your word for it yes i agree in an interview with dexter Rowe about the unusual collaboration amaranth said 
I'm actually working with a beverage company. It's not my own. I'm still doing that project. There's a beer company. They're European. They want me to send in my vaginal yeast. Like basically a pap smear myself. They want to make a beer using my vaginal yeast. Like the same profile, I guess. And she's fairly certain that people will be happy to part with their cash to get their hands on the bottle. I 100% agree with her. If they're buying her farts and bath water, this is a huge sell. It's hilarious she had it. People will buy it for sure. I don't know if they'll actually drink it. I mean, they'll probably drink it. She's literally laughing at the people buying her fucking pussy yeast beer. She's laughing her way to the bank. Good for her. I'm proud of her, man. Her grip, her grip is excellent. Excellent grift. And given that she managed to sell her farts in a jar, I reckon she's probably not wrong. I need to look into this a little bit more. I'm sorry. You're going to have to just deal with this. Because I need to know if this is true. I I really need to know. I really need to know if this is true. This is from March of 2022. Amareth is involved in all kinds of projects recent months from spending $10 on 7-Eleven gas station to investing $1 million in a plastic ball company. But her latest move might be her strangest yet. 28-year-old is now flogging her very own farts in a jar for $1,000 a pop. As well as being hailed most watched female streamer on Twitch in 2021, she also revealed making over $1 million per month. You might ask why she needs to make even more money, but it appears as if the streamer real named Caitlin Siragusa is building somewhat of an empire herself. And part of the empire is selling farts in a jar. Aptly titled Cutie Patooties, sent by Amaranth. It's very clever. The limited edition scent jars are signed by the Twitch star and include one of her hairs and a made-to-order fart. I can't believe what I'm seeing. They're available to pre-order now for the cool price of $1,000. But before Amaranth simps who don't have a grant to spare, she's also selling jars of her used hot tub water for just two hundred dollars i i i am absolutely blown away by this stuff this is this is amazing do you know anybody who does any of you know the eight and a half of you or however many four of you that still check out the show does any do you know anybody who's actually purchased this stuff like there's simps that like used underwear like this is wild this is this is wild good for her though i mean i wish she were my cousin i would have borrowed some money off of her I mean, her party's going to be great. Get some Chinese food out of it. Um, Not so good news here. You guys are going to not like this at all. So Steve Crowder, who I don't like at all, who is an emotionally abusive piece of shit uh, who mistreated his wife. But a broken clock is right twice a day, folks. We say that often enough here. Right twice a day. Check this out. He got into some trouble, and I think he got a bunch of the cops fired for releasing this. So what happened was the remember we there was um, a uh, a manifesto for the transgender Nashville murderer that went to that Christian Presbyterian school and shot it up and people wanted to read it. But the media was like, no. And the police were like, no, we're not going to do that. Stephen got a hold of it. Okay, Stephen Louder Crowder, Stephen Crowder detailed three pages of Hale's writings on his show. The images of the writing say in part. Quote, kill those kids, those crackers, going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sport backpacks. 
with their daddy's Mustangs and convertibles. Want to kill all you little crackers with your white privileges. Dark Abyss, Death Day 327-23. Today is the day, yes. The day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. God let my wrath take over my anxiety. I hope I have a high death count. Ready to die. Ha ha ha. You have not allowed this woman who terrorized our family with bullets to now be able to terrorize us with words from the grave, said Brent Leatherwood, a spokesperson claiming to represent the Covenant school families. How could you? What kind of person does this? I'm greatly disturbed today by today's unauthorized. I'm greatly disturbed by today's unauthorized release of three pages of writings from the Covenant shooter, said Chief Drake in a statement regarding the leak. This action showed a total disregard of Covenant families as well as the court system. I, neighbor, who gives a shit? We want to we want to see what this fucking nut bar has to say. Um, so yeah, uh, very deranged individual. I would to be fair, what did you expect you're going to read in there? Like Psalm one forty four. It's not going to happen there. Like it's not going to be in there. Like this is this person is a very sick individual who wants to murder children. So, yeah, I found that very interesting. So, with that being said, um, to get a little perspective here, how do you guys think that this is all going to work out? Hmm? How how are you guys going to work? Oh, by the way, uh, t- uh, anti-Semitic tension has never been higher in Germany, according to one article that I read, ever. I want you to think about that statement ever. Never been higher. The 30s and 40s pale in comparison to the latest. Um, again, more of the same. And it's very, it's very uh disappointing with the all the horrible things that are going on in this world. But hey, at least you get to kill your baby still. Rejoice in that if that's your thing. <laughs> um, I as I'm just one that's what I'm gonna call it. I really don't give a fuck. Um, I still think you should be allowed to do it. Because it's none of my business, but that's what I'm going to call it. So, what do you think, guys? Uh, do you think that these uh, stuffy conservatives are going to continue to take L's? I most certainly think that they will. Uh, I think that there's no end in sight because they just don't know how to target. Like they won't let it go. Like it's they're moving deck chairs on the Titanic. That fucker's going down, whether you like it or not. And rearranging the furniture is not going to help. So, um, I don't have with everybody else being gone i don't have much else i apologize for the short episode um hopefully we'll be back next week with something that's uh, a little bit uh a little bit longer in its content um but i do appreciate all of you i hope you have a great week and uh don't forget if you're interested to check out the b-side exclusive material for folks that does two bucks that's it and that's just to make sure that we can uh still pay for the zoom and pay for the pod bean and all that good stuff but if um if you're interested to go check it out thanks to all the supporters out there and of course a big thanks to the folks i got we have some people listening in austria we got folks that are listening in sweden and in germany uh, uh welcome in the czech republic or chechia thank you very much for hanging out with us and of course france across the fruited plain canada some folks in mexico and down uh, under in australia uh, we had folks at one point in time listening in new zealand but my guess is something happened. They just don't like us anymore, which is fine. <laughs> so, but we appreciate all of you. Uh, it's awesome. And uh, I hope you all take care of yourselves. And uh, I would like to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors. I paint Akron all accidents are happy accidents. Team Mandalore keeps cycling. Very weird. Ray Faba, fine art and design from the great lakes. And of course, agorasnexus.com. 
Don't forget about Fairly Decent Golf and my friend Bobby on Instagram and TikTok. Don't forget about his shop, Big Cartel. He carries our merchandise. He's kind enough to do that. Some really killer design. Um, it's the decimation of your asshole on horseback that Christopher came up with. Uh, Bobby took that and made a shirt that says embrace the decimation as a 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. If I say thank you, Bobby, love you, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, we've now come to the conclusion of this very abbreviated episode. Guess what's around the corner for those of you in international audience or in Canada, you already had your Thanksgiving uh, in uh, Europe and the rest of the world. You don't get a Thanksgiving. Here in the United States of America, we do get a Thanksgiving, and it's rapidly approaching 15 or 14 days from now, 15 days, 15 days from today. You're going to be sitting down with relatives, long-distance relations, maybe your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, first time you're getting together, maybe sitting down at that dinner table, wonderful smells coming from the kitchen, mom, dad, whoever, stepdad brings out the turkey, looks lovely. All the fixings, the stuffing, the turkey gravy, all the the deviled eggs. We don't have deviled eggs at this house. Nobody likes them except for me. All these wonderful things, accoutrement, macaroni and cheese, fresh breads. But all of a sudden, somebody catches a whiff of something else. Is that is that tuna that I smell? Oh, no. No, ladies and gentlemen, that is not tuna. That is the stink coming from your groin. It's disgusting. It's reprehensible. You've ruined dinner. How could you do this to the people who brought you in to feed you a delicious turkey dinner with the jiggly little fucking cranberry sauce that comes from the can? Ray brings that shit to my house because that's how I like it because it has lines. You can cut it. But you've ruined this experience for these people because you smell like garbage. Ladies and gentlemen, be nice to yourself. A for champion, listen to your soap. Check out Akron Apothecary, Todd's Gay Soap. This is medicine for your body. This is to help fight the rot that goes on in between your legs and in your ass, your dung ditch, the taint, the fat folds, the under tit, armpits, all that good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, be kind to others. Think of others and check out Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary, cold pressed. From gay hands, precious gay hands to your soft, supple ass, your 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 genitalia, the ass nipples, ass neck, rubber neck, all over your body. Clean yourself with Todd's Gay Soap from Akron Apothecary because Todd's Gay Soap is soap for that ass. And if you respect the turkey, don't you're not going to smell like a pile of dookie. It doesn't rhyme, but that's the best I could do for you. Thank you very much for tuning in. Sorry, it's only me this week, but hopefully we can fix that next week. Take care of yourselves. Love you very much and um, be safe. We'll see you.